Hey everyone, it's Matt Anderson, and you're listening to The Proximity Process. The show, it's an invitation to a growing community. It's a conversation about how systems change. It actually just starts with personal transformation. The change we want to see starts with us. Okay, so today's episode is a journal episode. And what I want to talk about is this idea of when your future comes knocking, answer the door. So where does that come from? What does it mean? And how does it connect to this idea of journaling as a, as a daily practice? Those are some of the things I want to get into in this episode. So when your future comes knocking, answer the door. So this comes from actually a, a friend of mine, my coach, Brendalyn King. And in the work that we've been doing together, she presented this idea to me that when your future comes knocking, answer the door. And it's it's this sort of like balance between real present moment awareness of what's happening right in front of you. What are your values? What are your beliefs? What are your desires? What do you want to do in this life that we have? And how might we create the future that we want? Not respond to the past, respond to the present, but actually, what if we were to imagine and create the future? Well, the future is there for us sometimes already, and, and it'll show up and it'll knock at the door and we can answer. And so this has been something that's been on my mind a lot lately. And I actually wanted to bring this idea this week because of last week's episode with Sherry Williams. So the title of that episode was Taking the Leap. And, you know, Sherry's future definitely came knocking and she answered the door and she took the leap of faith. She left a job of 12 years as an executive with a large nonprofit and she embarked on you know, a challenging, perhaps more lonely path of entrepreneurship, but a path that gave her great freedom to imagine and create the life that she wants to live, the life that's aligned with her beliefs, her values, a life that's aligned with doing work that's in pursuit of um, justice for families. And so, you know, she took the leap of leaving her job. And we had a conversation on the podcast club last week that that opened this up of like, well, what if I can't leave my job? And it's not for everybody. That's not the future reality for everybody. I think it has to be on the table as an option. You know, taking the leap, leaving our job, it is something that we have to normalize. It's something we have to support. It's something we have to create community around. We do need people to to become unconstrained by the constraints of the system, the constraints that are within us. And taking that leap um, is one way to do that. You know, but it's it's not the only option. It's it's not the only future reality that that exists for us. And so this idea of when our future comes knocking, answer the door can lead us into a lot of different future realities. And so I want to share a story of my own experience of how the future came knocking for me very early in my career. It was when I was working with kids aging out of foster care as my first job as a social worker in child welfare. This is 2007, 2008. I was working with kids who were 17 on their 18th birthday. They were going to age out. And the goal was independent adulthood. <clears throat> and my focus was housing, employment, and education. And I was a case manager. And I would meet with these kids at least a couple times a week. And we would focus on those goals, housing, employment, education. And I remember uh, sitting in, I was in Cody's apartment. Cody was trying to graduate high school. He was working. He was living in his own apartment by himself. We were helping him pay rent, but all of that was going to come to an end very soon. And he was going to have to to keep his job. He was going to have to graduate high school, all these kinds of things. And so I'm working on these goals with Cody and he was particularly frustrated with, with me and my goals one day. And he looked at me square in the eyes and he said, 
do you even know my story? And I paused for a second, and this is the moment when the future comes knocking, right? I had two paths ahead of me. Stay focused on the goals or listen to Cody and what he needed in that moment. He needed me to know his story. I needed him to focus on his goals. My job needed him to focus on his goals. The the system at large needed him to focus on his goals. He needed me to be in relationship with him in the present moment to understand what happened to him, what his story was, who he was as a, as a whole person. And so I said to him, no, I, I, I don't. And he literally sat me down on his couch and we spent at least the next hour where he uh, told me about his family. He told me about some of his childhood. He told me about being removed from his mom, from his family on his 11th birthday and how that happened. He was placed with his first foster family that day. Um, He never went back home again. He moved through 17 different placements over seven years. And he told me about every single one of them and what it felt like. And, you know, he came to the end of that story and, and he looked at me and he said, my life matters and people need to know what happened to me. You know, it was powerful, obviously. And I was just sitting with that. And I think we were just sitting in silence for a second. And then he went from a very serious, matter of fact, and heartfelt kind of place and then said, you know, we should just make a movie about my life. The future comes knocking (laughs) um, in that moment, too. Okay, interesting. What do you want your movie to be about? And he told me what he wanted it to be about. He wanted to re-narrate his story. He wanted to put his story in his own words and make sense of what had happened over the prior seven years. And I said, that's a really, that's a cool idea. And um, we talked about it for a minute. And I was like, hey, we should call this From Place to Place. And we'll tell your story of these 17 different placements in foster care. That was 2008, and I was a graduate student in social work and had this idea from Cody to make a documentary film about his experience. I had no knowledge, no skill, no equipment, no network, no money. Um, I didn't have anything that would allow me to be able to work with Cody to turn his dream of telling his story into a reality and make a film. But in that moment, my future came knocking, and I I had a choice. I had a first choice. Do I listen to Cody or focus on the goals? Okay, listen to Cody. Now, the next opportunity, do I pursue trying to figure out how to make this film or do I go back to my day job of being a uh, independent living case manager? And so I, I, I chose to just take the next step. You know, I brought the idea to my class in, in graduate school and we were working on a project. We needed an idea for a solution to a problem. And I thought, well, what about building awareness of kids aging out through a documentary film? So I pitched that to my classmates. They liked it. That became our project. And a a friend of mine in the class said, hey, I know this filmmaker, Paige Williams. Maybe she could help you. So, okay, future comes knocking. Cody and I went to Paige's house and pitched her the idea. And she said, I like it. This is really interesting. I'm just finishing my first documentary film. You know, if you can raise a little bit of money to get us started, I would love to do this with you. And so, you know, we go out, we raise a little bit of money and, you know, we, we bring Paige on and... The rest sort of plays out over the following three years, and we ended up producing a feature documentary film called From Place to Place that came out in the spring of 2011. And that's just, you know, one example of, in my own experience, where I had this very specific moment in time where Cody presented me with my future. 
his future, our future, because we produced this film together. And he presented this opportunity and I didn't turn away. You know, I didn't know what the next step would be. I didn't have what I needed. I didn't know how to do what we were going to do. But I answered the door and I took the next step. And I share that story as a specific example of what this can look like. I didn't have to leave my job. I didn't leave my job. You know, actually, the organization that I worked for donated to the film, allowed me to work on the film as part of what I was doing. They became a partner to the project to help us get it off the ground. And so there, there, there are limitless opportunities for us to just pay attention to the future and be in the present moment. And this has happened time and time again. It's actually become a bit of a practice for me to try to notice, like become really self-aware when future is knocking And I remember I got a phone call one day from Kevin Campbell. And Kevin said, hey, what do you think about uh, Greensboro, North Carolina? Kevin and I had worked together on the film. He was doing all this family finding work. And he said, what do you think about Greensboro, North Carolina? And my answer to him was, I've never heard of it. And so he said, look, there's this organization, Children's Home Society. They're doing some great work. They're looking to build their team. I think you might be a good fit. Um, Can I connect you? And I said, yeah, of course. He did. And, you know, there were a couple bumps in the road, but of course I ended up uh, moving from Missoula, Montana to Greensboro, North Carolina. I'd never been to Greensboro. I, I, I knew nothing about it other than it was tournament town for the March Madness basketball tournament. That was my only point of reference. And I packed the car, threw the dog in the back and drove across the country and pulled into Greensboro sight unseen. And, you know, our future comes knocking and and we can answer the door. And that set me up with the next phase. You know, that was 12 years ago when I made that move across the country. So, you know, it, it keeps happening. And I could share more and more examples. And I'm sure you're starting to think about, like, where does this happen in my life? How has this happened in my life? What do I do with with this idea? And so what I want to close with is is that. What do you what do we do with this idea? of being really present and aware of our future. Well, so this is a journal episode, and I, I obviously I, I have a, a journaling practice. I journal every day, and I think about journaling um, as the gym, right? And so we go to the gym to build strength, to build our actual muscles, and it works. And so I think about the journal as the gym where I go to build the muscle of self-awareness. And I found for me that it really works. So take that time every day to sit for 15 minutes and just reflect on something specific or just see what comes in the moment. Um, That practice of reflection and journaling is the exercise of building self-awareness. And what I found is the the more we become self-aware of what's happening around us and what our beliefs are, what our values are, what do we want to say yes to in life, the more that we create that self-awareness, actually the more present we become to what our future could be. And so as we think about like, if I'm not aligned in my work, if I'm experiencing this values fatigue that we talk about here sometimes, you know, if I'm not aligned in my work to become more aware of what my values actually are, so that I can start to think about what would I imagine? What would I create in the future so that I am aligned? I do love what I do. I am in service of justice for people. Um, You know, that muscle, that strength comes for me anyway, through a, through a journaling practice, it's a, it's a big part of it. So, you know, maybe, maybe just to close this one out, what I might say is that, and I think I'm going to do this. I hadn't thought about this until right now, but, but a journal prompt, I, I do use journal prompts sometimes. And so a journal prompt could be what is knocking from my future for me right now, or 
when has my future knocked and did I answer the door? So just prompting ourselves to, to pay attention more to when these future opportunities might present themselves um, so that, that we, can, we can act on it. And that's a different way of taking the leap that doesn't require us to leave our job, but still allows us to create a future that is in service of people and not in service of systems, which is a lot of what the process is all about. I'm going to end there and thank you all for tuning in. The Monday Morning Proximity Podcast Club has continued. It's been great. All you have to do is go into the show notes of of the episode, look for my LinkedIn page, just send me a message there. I'm going to send you an email with the invite and you can join us um, 9 a.m. Eastern where we talk about the prior week's episode and, you know, dive deeper into a specific topic. Thank you to our team, Michael Tex Osborne at 14th Street Studios, Evan Scherer for production support, and Christian Heigis for original music. Thank you all. See you next time.